wet summers generally don't result in very good lamb thrive and I suppose then meal prices were very high and I think maybe farmers would have used less meal in terms of maybe creep feeding lambs and things like that and I think that's what we're seeing. We're seeing lighter lambs coming out, less lambs out early which is a kind of an indicator maybe that farmers are holding on to lambs and letting them grow on a little bit and that there's a lot more lambs to come out um, as well. Hello, I'm Kieran Lynch and welcome to Overcast, the Chocolate Sheep Podcast. Each episode will bring you the latest insights, advice and technical updates for the sheep industry. We're joined over the next two episodes by Michael Gossing, Head of Sheep and Chagas, to discuss store lambs this year. In this first part of it, Michael discusses the current market conditions, some of the challenges and the potential for store lamb finishing this year. We discussed options for lowland and hill farmers who remain in lambs on the farm, the importance of feed and financial budgets and what hill flocks can do to improve saleability. We hear first now from Michael. I suppose the market is, is um, poor enough in particular for those light lambs, I suppose maybe the heavier lambs and the crossbred lambs are, 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 are probably holding up reasonably okay, but the, certainly the Scottish blackface lambs and those lighter hill lambs, uh, obviously again there's week to week variations, but it, it, it looks very much like the prices are significantly back and some very poor prices in particular for the very light lambs, those lambs under 25 kilos. Are, are struggling in an awful lot of marts. Um, the other thing, just talking to some of the marts, I think maybe numbers are back as well. So they're not seeing the same number of lots coming through the marts. Um, and I think that might be an indication that farmers are holding on to lambs, having fed lambs maybe, um, and that there's a lot of lambs still to come out there. Um, so I think this year was it a, a challenging spring. And I think that, you know, we would have seen from both the weights from the Better Farm program participants and also from the, the Sheep Ireland CPTs that across the board lamb weights were back um, at kind of 40 days, seven weeks of age, kind of those, uh, that marker there that's a, a kind of a good indicator as to how your milk yield is, is, is doing and how lambs are thriving. I think that would have been back across the board. So we've no reason to expect it was any different on, across commercial farms that lamb performance is slightly back. We've had a wet spring, a wet summer. And wet summers generally don't um, result in very good lamb thrive. And I suppose then meal prices were very high. And I think maybe farmers will have used less meal in terms of maybe creep feeding lambs and things like that. And I think that's what we're seeing. We're seeing lighter lambs coming out, less lambs out early, which is a kind of an indicator maybe that farmers are holding on to lambs and letting them grow on a little bit. And that there's a lot more lambs to come out um, as well. And I suppose then in addition to that, Kieran, I suppose what we're seeing is that you know, there was some uncertainty about the fodder crops. Um, a lot of farmers maybe didn't put in fodder crops because of those um, new regulations that were there. Um, and as well as that, I suppose the harvest was very much broken and delayed as well. And the opportunity to get in forage crops um, wasn't there on a lot of farms as well. Um, you know, even on some of our um, farmers that are participating in the Better Farm Programme, we'd say some of the fodder crops would have gone in very late there. Um you know, only really out of the ground. Now, look at early September was probably good and we would have had a lot of heat there in the ground and the crops would have got going really well. But I suppose the weather now, as we're talking here on the 18th of September, the weather has well and truly broken. We're getting lots of rain and things like that again. So it's been challenging um, in terms of establishing those crops. And I think it's going to be a challenging year for for the store lamb trade. Um, and I suppose there are things there that people need to to consider. So I suppose it's it's timely that we have this um, podcast here. 
Look, it's, it's hit at every tournament. I suppose we also have to put it in context. One of the all knock-on effects of that performance is lately we may see more lowland arms coming on the market as well over the coming weeks that didn't maybe get to that finish weight that they should have got to this stage and Farmers need the late out numbers. Yeah, look at I, I suppose um, on the lowland side of things, the one of the things that we are seeing is that farmers have, you know, it's quite a bit of grass around. But I suppose the big challenge we have now at the moment is weather. And, you know, um, the wet weather is making it difficult um, to, to get good graze outs and to get utilization and things like that. And and I suppose that's 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 an issue that's there as well. So look at Kieran, I suppose that look at we we, we could paint uh, a lot of doom and gloom and look there are challenges there and there's no point in 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 overselling it and making a positive picture out of it. There are challenges, but there are also options there for farmers. And it's I suppose that's what we're here to talk about is what are the options and what are are, are what should farmers be doing? What are the things that people can look at in terms of, you know, which is the best route to take? For oh, like your points well made like for those that are in that store line finishing it has been a profitable enterprise for many years and there is still a great potential within it absolutely so and i mean if we look at store line finishing in the kind of you know early noughties you know it was generally a, a, a low profit big numbers game i think really from kind of 2010 onwards 2009 2010 you know store line finishing has by and large, been profitable in most years. Look, at there's been years where it has been more profitable, years where it has been less profitable. I think last year we probably didn't get that rise um, that maybe some people were expecting after after kind of Christmas, January, February, March. It didn't rise as high maybe as people uh, were hoping for. And then again, I suppose last year, you know, concentrate feed prices were very, very, very high. And 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 that is an, an enterprise that, that you know there's a significant amount of meal goes into it. That said, you know, I think you know there was still a margin there for most people. Um and I think you know there are still people out there that will be buying store lambs and there are options there for farmers to look at, you know, do I finish my own lambs? Um, you know, do I feed on lambs, don't I feed on lambs, you know, do I um feed on a proportion of the lambs, do I sell a proportion of stores? And it, it's 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 all of those type of of um of calculations that I suppose people need to be be, be looking at. Um and then look at for the, the people on the hill um who who have store lambs and are not in a position to 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 finish them, then obviously they they, they need to try and and market them as best they can, you know, um to try and maximize the price they can get for them. We'll, we'll tease someone out in a moment. Look, and you're right, that hogget trade in the spring has become an integral part of our system. We've really seen a shift over the last number of years more towards that. Look, you touched on something there. I suppose this is essential for those either have lambs themselves in a hill scenario, in a lowland scenario, or those considering finishing. Michael, I'd say this, doing a budget, looking at what your options are from a financial point of view, it's really one of those things we need to sit down and think about hard at the moment. Yeah. So look at I think here if we take first of all we'll say a, a lowland sheep farmer with lambs and uh, you know a good spread of lambs the, the the first point I suppose is somebody who normally finishes their lambs or or you know finishes a proportion of the lambs what what should they do and and I think there really it's about going through the lambs and dividing them into into various different weight brackets. Um, you know, so you have you got your your lighter lambs, you know, so those are kind of lambs that are kind of thirty south of thirty kgs. Um, you probably have your lambs in between kind of thirty and thirty-eight or forty kgs. So those are kind of the 
the, the the medium lambs and then you have your heavier lambs, um, you know, kind of 38, 40 kgs plus, you know, so to say our kind of finishing group. And and, and really, I suppose the, 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 the situation there for, for each individual farmer is to have a look at what proportion of lambs fall into those different categories and how much grass is available or how much fodder is available on the farm, you know, so whether that's grass or it's a forage crop or an opportunity maybe to take lambs off farm and finish them on a neighbouring cattle farm or all of those different combinations that are out there and and see how much grass is there um, what's the potential, what are the issues in terms of cash flow, you know do, do I do I need the money, do I need to sell lambs to, to discharge bills you know, am I in a position to finish lambs um, and you know when do I need the money? When do I need to start getting money in from from some of these lambs? So for so you know, for an awful lot of people, I suppose what what's happening at the moment is those lambs that are kind of north of that thirty eight forty kgs, they're probably inside and finishing groups at the moment, being fed maybe half a kilo or point seven of a kilo meal, and feeding those lambs into finishing weights and 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 drafting them as they come fit. Um, I suppose the the lambs then that are are below that weight, so the lambs that are kind of in that thirty two to 40 kilo bracket they're probably a reasonable prospect in the in 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 the market okay the lighter ends are probably a little bit poor but there's there's probably a reasonable store lamb price for for those kind of particularly if they're lowland cross um, lambs and you know depending on how much grass is available what the situation is in terms of cash flow um person can can make a decision as to whether they they're going to keep them chance chance them on the market um, you know, see, can they get them into, you know, a reasonable figure? Um, and then you have the lighter lambs, and those lighter lambs are probably the ones that are south of of thirty kilos, and they're they're not that saleable, poorer price, and they're lambs that really need feeding to to get them into a bigger frame, bigger weight before we'd even start thinking about feeding those lambs meal. So they're lambs that are going to probably need grass from here until Christmas or some sort of a forage-based diet from here until Christmas and are going on to a finishing system then. Michael, in reality, on a lot of lowland farms at the moment, taking that scenario outline of the three categories, those later lambs, it's likely not a large proportion of them. There's probably scope on a lot of farms to let them lay on and carry them in the next spring. I know there's a reluctance maybe in looking at them, but their lambs, if they're given enough time, will come in. And if there's not a big number of them there, it's not going to really affect carrying capacity on those farms either. Yep. Often we hear about uh, stories about those lambs next March and April where people basically get those lambs into kind of good weights and get, you know, a good price, maybe 750 a kilo or something for them. You know, uh, you, you'll hear of those type of lambs coming into 140 euros, you know, small little lambs that were really, you know, the poorest lambs on the farm. So I think, you know, where, where, where farms have small numbers of those farms, uh, small numbers of, the, of those lambs, they're, they're generally easily carried over, um, carry them away into the springtime on, 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 in a paddock somewhere um, with a bit of grass and then just keep on top of the things like, you know, the parasites and the lameness and things like that need to be watched in, in that system and then basically put them onto meal maybe in, in, in January or February and, and finish them into a, to a kind of a 21 kilo carcass. And, and those lambs can, can, can be quite profitable and, Deliver a little bit of cash, maybe at a time when, when you know, there isn't a lot of money coming in on dry stock farms. Um, that's fine, I suppose, and a lot of farmers will be doing that here, where there's a small number of those lambs. 
And, you know, hopefully most people are at this stage wouldn't have a big proportion of the lamb crop in that sub 30 kg category and they can do that. No problem, I suppose. There are maybe some farms where lamb thrive has been poor and where we have an awful lot of lambs in those kind of, you know, light and medium categories and maybe not that much grass knocking around for, for yours as well, coming close to meeting. And then maybe a decision has to be made to start offloading stock, you know, because we just don't have enough grass to carry everything. So we need to be very careful when we're finishing lambs on the farm that we don't compromise next year's lamb crop. And next year's lamb crop is 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 starting now, really. So it's it's the grass available for the ewes in terms of making sure they're in good condition for for mating and for the period after mating up to the point of, of, of housing. We need to have enough grass to make sure that the ewe flock doesn't lose body condition. And that's that's where a little bit of budgeting here comes in. It's, it's about going around and checking and seeing, okay, if I have these, you know, 50 or 60 lambs here, can I, can I run them around there on... You know, is, is there 10, 15 acres that I can allocate to them that's not going to impact on, on the yos or the cattle enterprise or whatever other enterprises are on the farm? Um, and then make a decision based on that. The other okay. thing I suppose, Kieran, there just is we, we have a store lamb finishing calculator, and I think it's probably a good time to, to, to bring that into this conversation. That's there really for to help farmers to make that um, decision. So when you've decided on whether you have grass or you haven't grass, whether you need cash flow, need to sell lambs or you can hold on to lambs for a period of time and, you know, then you basically go and you put your figures into the store lamb calculator. So if any anyone goes on to um, Google and puts in store lamb finishing calculator, bring you to the Chagas website, bring you to the store lamb calculator and into that you can input your prices, your your, your different figures. So you put in the you know, even if they're your own lambs, pretend you are purchasing them. What would those lambs make today if you went to the mart? Say if I had, for argument's sake, a, a 38 kg lamb and I was taking it to the mart and I I go to the mart and I find out that that lamb is making 105 euros. Put that put that price in there, 105 euros, 38 kg lamb. And, and, and when I'm going to start feeding them, how long I'm leaving it out of grass, concentrate price, all of those veterinary costs, transport costs, th- those all... F- slot into that store lamb calculator. The beauty about the store lamb calculator is that it gives you kind of little hints as to, you know, what the different, um, when, when you're inputting the data, it gives you kind of guidelines. Now you can put in your own figures. You can you can go with guideline figures. Um, and then basically what it does is it, it works out a, a predicted sale date and a predicted uh, carcass price. And that predicted predicted carcass price is based on the last five year average prices at that particular time when you'd be selling. And it, it gives you a potential margin from that. So farmers can put in the figures, put in what they think their lambs are worth in the market today, see you know how much they're paying for meal, all the various different costs. And then, you know, say if I took the price today in the mart, whatever it is going to be, 100 euros, 105 euros for my lambs, would I be better off if I held them on? What would the margin be? Um, and then make 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 a, an informed decision based on that. So it, it's not only a tool just for those purchasing. It's a very useful way of actually erecting, well, where do I need to draw a line under this for my own lambs? So giving you some insight into predictive finish times on them. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So it, 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 it basically operates on, uh, you can select the level of performance of grass, good, good, average or poor. And then it'll give you based on that, and when you start meal feeding, it'll give you a predicted sale date. Um, and look at, I mean, these are are 
you know, their average figures and their average predictions. But generally, it's it, it, it it's pretty much on, on, on the ball in terms of, you know, where the margin will be at. And very often what we're seeing when we're doing that with, with a group of farmers is, you know, that, you know, if the margin is 10 euros or less, the farmer may say, OK, look, at, I'll... I'll um, I tell them the stores, you know, and if the margin is ten euros or greater, is greater than ten euros, farmer say, "Geez, I might, if I don't need need the cash flow at the moment, I might, I might hang on to them lambs and, and chance finishing myself." Obviously, provided that I have, I have the grass and all that, and it's not going to impact on, on yours and and various other enterprises on the farm. So it's a useful tool. I look at it, it's, it's one task that really does need to be completed at the moment, particularly given that change in weather we've seen. Look, we've touched on the lowland aspect of it. Let's maybe move back to the traditional store lamb we're taking off, the hill lambs, the hill crossbred lambs. They have met a very challenging season this year, Michael, and as you indicated earlier, it has been very variable week to week, mark to mark, how they've got on. What can they do to influence that price? Yeah. Okay. And and like that. That I suppose on the lighter end of that, um, it's it, it's a challenge for for those people. And again, look at there are options. And I mean, we've we saw that we've seen flocks last year that chose to to keep the lambs. You know, they weren't happy with the lamb price and chose and, and finished them and maybe plug the figures into the calculator, and and see you know is there an option there? So there like there will be a proportion of hill flocks that might be able to to get a bit of grass somewhere for these lambs. Um, might have grass themselves, or you know, might even have housing, um, and have options for some of the categories of lambs. And again, I'd be saying there for those people, have a look at what you have. Again, go through your weights, divide them into the different weight categories, and that's very important. Um, that you divide them into the different weight categories and see what lambs are there in the different weight categories, and what the options are for those. So you know, farm with a lot of in by ground, a good bit of green ground, um. You know, if there's grass there, maybe taking those lambs into a little bit heavier weight, maybe putting a little bit of meal in there. Meal prices are coming back a little bit and feeding a little bit of meal. Um, if they're a nice marketable lamb, might might pay benefits. Again, need to do the figures on that. Um, other than that, then it's about presenting lambs and, and you know, not mixing heavy lambs with light lambs and, you know, cleaning up lambs, um, trying to bring lambs in dry, um and you know clean backsides and and dosing lambs and things like that um will will help market them as well like so look at having, having more saleable lambs on the day yeah trying to have a more saleable separating out weather lambs from from your lambs or ram lambs from weather lambs um you know and, and all of that type of thing you know so running in in groups that are are you know uniform um make them more presentable for for sale we leave it there for the first part of this episode. Mike has covered a lot of important areas to consider. I have thrown up a link to the store lamb calculator in the show notes. It's a useful tool, as we've indicated, to go back on. That's it for me for this episode. Again, for updates on the sheep program, keep an eye on our Twitter page at Chaga Sheep. I'm Kieran Lynch. Thanks for joining us. Don't forget to subscribe and follow us for more episodes.